is Facebook still a thing? If I had a penny for every time someone asked me that, I'd be a lot of pennies richer. But the joke is on the pennies because not only was Facebook one of the most downloaded apps in 2022, it also made its way into more than 500 million mobile devices worldwide in the last 12 months. That's a half a billion people who chose to download the Facebook app. They chose to download it. Let that sink in. Yes, Facebook is definitely still a thing, but where is this growth coming from? Short and simple answer, India. Just like sibling Instagram, Facebook saw a majority of its growth from India in the last year. We estimate that in 2022, India was responsible for more than 136 million new downloads, most of which through Google Play. A look at the top 10 countries, which in total were responsible for 70% of all new downloads shows Indonesia, the US, Brazil, and Mexico as the top five. Together, downloads from the top five countries add up to more than 50% of all new downloads for Facebook. Although Facebook had a rocky year, its stock is finally starting to pick up, which many believe isn't going to stop. If downloads are in any way a proxy, there is some hope for Facebook in 2023. Especially if TikTok gets banned in more countries. We'll have to see about that. Happy New Year. I'm Ariel from Figures, and you're tuned into a new episode of This Week in Apps, finally back in the studio. Onto the trends. It's no longer a question. Dating has fully moved in app, much like shopping and even fitness. Tinder has seen amazing growth over the last few years, but 2022? 2022 was a bit different. I analyzed the revenue of Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge, the highest earning dating apps in the US over the last few years, and the competition is stiff. While Tinder was the highest earning dating app in the world in 2022, its monthly revenue didn't grow. In fact, our estimates show monthly net revenue went down by 14% between January and December. That's the exact opposite of the trend from the previous year. Now, if you ignore the competition, it's easy to attribute the decline in revenue to things going back to normal and people meeting in real life and also the economic situation. But then you look at the competition and it's clear the decline Tinder is seeing is more likely the result of a shift to competitors. Bumble, Tinder's chief rival and one of the few dating apps not owned by the match group, saw revenue grow by 18% in 2022. Absolute cash in the bank is a little bit lower than Tinder's haul, but the gap is shrinking. In 2021, Bumble was earning roughly a third of what Tinder was earning. In 2022, that number shrunk to less than half. Hinge, which is a part of the match group and a sibling to Tinder technically, saw the most growth in 2022. Between January and December, Hinge's revenue grew a whopping 43%. In absolute terms, Hinge's revenue is still a fraction of Tinder's, but this growth is pushing it in the right direction, for a nice 2023. So here's my obvious question. Is Tinder the Facebook of dating apps? Let me know in the comments below. I'm curious what you think. Now switching gears, browsers, especially on mobile devices, are pretty boring. There is Safari on iPhone and Chrome on Android, right? Well, not exactly. I rounded up the most popular mobile browsers on the iPhone and discovered a trend I didn't exactly expect. And I should say these are third-party browsers because we can't really count the downloads of Safari because it comes built in. And I'm focusing specifically on iPhones because you can download Google's default browser on iOS, but you can download Apple's default browser on Android, making this comparison complicated if I go both stores. If you're still with me, Chrome was the most downloaded mobile browser among iPhones in 2022, and again, kind of boring, I know, but it's not that it's the most popular. It's how big Chrome is on iPhones. According to our estimates, in 2022, Chrome made its way into 88 million iPhones worldwide. The nearest competitor, Microsoft Edge, 
I know, funny on its own accord, saw just 9 million downloads in the year, about a tenth. Firefox, which came in third, added a little under 7 million downloads, according to our estimates. And here's what I find interesting. When compared to 2021, Chrome's downloads grew by 48%. And that's while its competition saw the opposite trend. So it's not that iPhone owners are looking for a replacement browser, but rather that iPhone owners are looking for Chrome. Chrome's ubiquity is a result of its simplicity, but if you think about the browser as an interface for a search engine, things change. As Microsoft prepares Bing for evolution with AI, I expect to see way more investment in Edge, as well as heavy promotion, likely through Apple's own Ed network. And if successful, which is still an if and not a when, that could spell trouble for Google's ad empire from a not-so-expected direction. Here's another trend I found interesting in 2022, meditation apps. Before the pandemic, Calm, the most popular meditation app, saw downloads growing at a very healthy rate. Headspace, the runner-up, had the exact opposite trend, with demand shrinking year over year. Two similar apps, two very different demand patterns. But then the pandemic hit, and things got weird. You'd expect demand for meditation apps to rise during this extra stressful time. That happened for Calm, but only for a short amount of time. It didn't actually happen for Headspace. Since 2020, downloads have been on the decline for both. By 2021, Calm's downloads had dropped roughly 20% and Headspace 10%. In 2022, both dropped by 40%. But where downloads seem to signal the end, revenue tells a much different story, and that's why I bring this up. The gist here is Common Headspace earned the most money in 2022 of all previous years. Even though demand declined, revenue per download increased as more people were ready to finally pay for de-stressing. That's what changed during the pandemic. Looking at the data, Calm was ready for this shift. Its net revenue, according to our estimates, has been on the rise. It grew 14% in 2021, giving Calm nearly $80 million of net revenue for the year. Headspace's revenue also grew by double digits, 13% for a total of $53 million in 2021, and that's net meaning after Apple and Google take their fees. Now, Looking at the trend, we can call 2021 a practice run for growth because in 2022, the numbers were even higher. Calm grew 57% and Headspace 59% for a combined total of more than $200 million of net revenue. If you're a developer who believes the only way to increase revenue is by getting more downloads, you're only partially correct. Conversion rate, price, and retention rate are the three most important metrics for you to optimize. And are you optimizing them? If not, well, when you're done, go optimize them. And last for this week, a check-in. AI-generated avatars got red hot for about a month, an end-of-year gift. At the center of this was Lens AI, a not-new app that converts your plain-looking selfies into exciting avatars for a small fee. Viral successes are new to the App Store. 2022 was full of those, but unlike the rest, this trend lasted longer and also cascaded to other similar apps. If you watch my last video, you know what I'm talking about. I have a simple question to answer. How much money does being extra viral earn? According to our estimates, $37.5 million of net revenue, and I didn't accidentally add a zero in there. We estimate that Lens.ai brought in more than $37 million of net revenue, and again, that's net, so it's after Apple and Google take their fees. All that happened in the last 60 days. At its peak, Lensa raked in more than $2 million in a single day, and again, that's net, meaning after fees. It should come as no surprise that the majority of revenue, roughly 91%, came from iPhone owners. It's pretty much the same pattern we've seen all year long, but a bit more extreme in the App Store direction. 
Although Lenzo's run seems to be over, the app is still earning about five times more per day when compared to November, which is not at all bad. I'll leave you with this. Lenzo wasn't the first, last, or even best app for AI-generated avatars, but it was there. And while it succeeded, so did many other apps who were there. If you have an idea, or even if you have an app already in the store, don't leave it alone. Make sure it's ready for the next viral success, whether you're it or it finds you. And that's all I have for you this week. I hope you've learned something new. If you did, give this video a like and consider subscribing to the channel. I'll see you next week.